This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Clap, clap your hands and stomp your feet. You're listening. You're listening to the Clap Your Hands Podcast. Hosted by Elliot Shore Parks and Kyle Newbeck. Here they come. Yeah, so here's the, here's the full list. Now, I can't imagine there's a lot of people that are listening to this pod but don't know the reserves. But just in case, Bam made it. Uh, Jalen Brown, DeMar DeRozan, obviously Joel made it. Tyrese Halliburton, Drew Holiday, and Julius Randle were, were the reserves over Harden. Yeah, so... To me, the two that stand out are DeRozan and Drew Holiday. So okay. the, the case against Drew and the Bucks is basically the Sixers and the Bucks have effectively the same record. The Bucks mm-hmm. have played two more games, so they have two more wins right now. But the same record. James has better across-the-board numbers. I, I, like, I don't know how you make the argument for Drew other than he has played more games because Harden was hurt. Do you which think it's really- like... Uh... Do you think it's a thing where they're punishing? Because um, we talked about this with Durant, with the trade request. Do you think maybe Drew, and I hate to use this phrase, but you know, is viewed as like doing it the right way, has been with Milwaukee, like all those things, whereas James... Yeah, there's, there's some of that, and there's definitely the, the aspect of it. Because this is the coaches decide the reserves, and the coaches probably elevate him based on defense more than Harden, who's essentially a DH. Defense. Now he's yeah. a great DH. For what he is, but he's not a defensive player. I still think James Harden, number one, is someone I'd want to watch in an all-star game more than Drew Holiday. Agreed, number yeah. two is just better at basketball than Drew Holiday. So that's the first one. And then DeMar DeRozan is on the 10th seeded Chicago Bulls. Like, yeah, what are we doing here? Why does that guy <laughs> need to be in the all-star? I agree. Game? Yeah. And I like I think DeMar for a long time was underappreciated, but it has swung the other way. It's overvaluing what he does. I think he's averaging. Now, he's he's scoring like 26 points a game. But he's scoring 26 points a game on a team that sucks. Like the Bulls are 24 and 27. Mm-hmm. They're a definition of a mediocre, going nowhere team. They lost Lonzo Ball, or they haven't had Lonzo Ball because he has not gotten over this injury he suffered in the last season. And it's ruined their year. And this is no disrespect to Lonzo Ball. But if Lonzo Ball being injured makes it so you can't even get over 500 Mm -hmm. as a team, you don't have a very good team and you don't have a guy who's like, yeah, he for sure has to be an awesome. Well, and they don't have a a team to your point. I mean, Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, like they don't have a bad roster. They have two or three guys that you would think would at least get you above 10th in the East. So 
Yeah, like what's special about DeMar DeRozan this year? What's the all-star quality thing? And for what it's worth, DeMar DeRozan has obviously been in the league for a long time, successful player, all those things. James Harden also checks the box of big name guy. He was top 50 in the last all 50 NBA list, wasn't he? Um, Huge star, exciting guy. So yeah, I don't see a single box that DeMar checks over James. Yeah, so I I think it's pretty awful that James, who's number one, leading the league in assists, that Sixers have been a top 10 team on both sides of the ball since he came back in early December. They've been the best, essentially the best team in basketball since he came back in early December. So mm-hmm. I, there are just all these indicators that not only is he putting up great numbers, but he's helping the team win games and he's helping Joel Embiid be the best version of himself. Like, yep. I don't, I think that part is probably being undersold too. It, it, it's not like James is just riding Joel's coattails. Joel is very clearly benefiting from the partnership that these two have established, right? Like it's there. The two of them are working together on this. This is not, Hey, Joel is just so much better that James now looks good. James has gotten his burst back. He's developed this chemistry with Joel. He's creating open shots for other guys out of this look that they use in the middle of the mm-hmm. floor. I just, I think it's, it's kind of disrespectful to James that he, and he, James actually said this on Instagram. He, all he said was the disrespect with the period on his that. Instagram story. Yeah. Joel and Tobias and George Niang, I believe all came out last night and said, James was the biggest snub or Joel said something like y'all got some explaining to do. I saw that. NBA, yeah. Which was great. So well, yeah, I mean, look, picking up for his teammates too. I mean, that's good from just a, a vibe perspective. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I think it was pretty bad. That would have been now we'll see if there's an injury replacement. I think he, I don't even know that he would get in as the injury. Well, replacement. So there's a short list of guys. I think, Siakam, your guy that you don't like, is yeah, in there. Bad, man. Go like, look at his number. His numbers are crazy. I, yeah. All right. His numbers are great. He plays for an irrelevant Toronto team. He's not a true star. Who's going to the All Star game and being like, "Man, I can't wait to see." Not Siakam me, play. but I'm. I'm. All I'm telling you is the guy's right. averaging twenty five, eight, and six. All right. And so what's James averaging? James is averaging twenty one, six, and eleven. Okay. So, so rough, outscoring rough. him, out rebounding him, James like doubling him in assists. Right. So James is contributing more points a game than Siakam is, right? Sure, but I'm what not- I'm but Siakam yeah. also better defensive player, all that. So what I'm telling you is I would not be shocked to see Siakam get right. the nod over him, especially because James has made 10 in a row before this point. So there's that's a, even I, more reason he should get in. But what I'm saying is there, I, there I are people who their train of thought is. Oh, well, he's already made 10 of them. Let's reward this guy. James is going into the Hall of Fame no matter what. It doesn't really matter if he makes the All-Star game, whereas Siakam has made one. It's like, oh, let's give this guy a... He's right. on a so there's that. I think yeah, Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson is another one that, you know, he's put up crazy numbers since the start, start of January. The Knicks have turned around. I, again, would put Harden on the team yeah. over him because, number one, the team is better. So... I, w- I yeah. prefer to reward guys who are contributing to winning teams in general. So I'd rather see Harden get the nod over him. Uh, I think, and Jimmy Butler, I think is the other one. And well, again, and we- better team. Harden's on a better team. So uh, why would you give Miami a second star on a worse team than yeah. the Sixers? It, it doesn't make much sense. Well, what, what also is, we, we talked about this with the Joel thing and, you know, I see it in the NFL 
all the time. Like Jason Peters at the end of his career made all made pro bowl teams that he should not have made because he is Jason Peters. And that's just how the voters go. Right. It's surprising to me. Harden didn't fall in that category. And I know NFL and, and NBA are not the same in the voting process and all that stuff, all those things. But to me, it seems like James will be someone that has earned the right. Now, I think this is the best news overall. The best news for the Sixers is James Harden should be an all-star. If you would have told me before the year that he was considered the biggest all-star snub, that would have been good news to me. Because I think last year with the Sixers, he probably didn't play well enough to be an all-star. He was probably in the conversation. His numbers are you know, probably a little better than I give it credit for remembering watching him play. But he, wasn't, he didn't feel like an all-star last year. This year, he definitely feels like an all-star to the point where you know, I think Donovan Mitchell and Kyrie probably deserve to start over him. But if he started, I don't think it would be absurd. Like he's he's the best guard on one of the best teams in the NBA, putting up insane numbers. He's James Harden. So he checks all those all those boxes. I'm just surprised he didn't get kind of the the veterans edge or, you know, the that didn't lean his way. Like, what do you think it is about him that the coaches decided not to to give him that because he's earned it. He's earned to get the benefit of the doubt in the, the, the tiebreaker in these situations. Um, I, I think some of it is defense. Some of it is games played. And then, you know, there could be a slight bit of people have not historically loved how he plays. It's a lot of the, the free throw grifting and all that right. and flopping and, and what have you. I don't think there's as much of that anymore. So I think that would be kind of a silly thing, especially for coaches to hold against mm-hmm. them. But, you know, I don't know. I the, the best example you could use of that you're talking about with Pro Bowls and stuff is Kobe Bryant making all defense teams like half a decade after he stopped being a good defender. <laughs> and that's a, I, I'm not picking on Kobe either. That's a thing that no, but that, that all, all defense, there is always a delay specifically. Guys are still considered good defenders long after they stop being right. impactful night to night guys. So that's uh I think that's probably where you see it more than all-star, but certainly that happens in all-star too. So you would have put James in over, uh, you said you would put him over DeMar DeRozan. You would put him Drew over Holiday. Drew Holiday, Julius Randle. So I actually don't remember how it works for the coaching vote where I, I don't know if they still split it with front court and back court. Oh, so good point. Yeah. I was trying to keep it to make sure that, yeah. yeah, I think that might be a situation where it, it's guards and uh, front court guys are split. So well, yeah, I, I will I mean, say you could, uh, you could honestly make it the case over Halliburton too. But what I would say there is that his team's record, which is not good right now, is a direct product of him getting hurt and being out of the lineup. So it's different mm-hmm. than with DeMar, for example, where he's been healthy the whole year and the Bulls still suck. Halliburton has basically yeah. been the only reason that Indiana was there. I mean, they're like the five seed at one point for a while there. So I think, and I like rewarding young guys who are you know the ascending type players. So mm-hmm. I didn't have as much a big issue with him as uh, DeMar and Drew. So how do you think James will react to this? Like, cause one with, with Embiid, we talked about how he could use this as fire. We saw what he came out and did against Denver. And I believe it was the the next game. Denver, if I'm not mistaken, was the next game after he was not named an NBA all-star starter. I mean, James to me doesn't seem like somebody at this point of his career that is using these things as small motivations, but Look, I cover an Eagles team that is 16-1 with Jalen, is a favorite to win the Super Bowl, has award finalists all over the place, and still pulls a no-one-believes-in-us card. So it's certainly something athletes do. 
Do you think this is something for Joel and James? I mean, you knowing them better than I do that they'll kind of put on their shoulder and, and use as motivation moving forward. I don't think it's anything James will admit to publicly. That's mm. what I would say. I, I think he does like to keep up at least, and this might be how he feels in general, but he likes to keep up the facade at the very least that he's, you know, he doesn't worry about other people and it's, he yeah. sets his own bar. And, and like, I think that's admirable in a way, like guys at that level, we've talked about it a lot with Joel. I think it's almost more important that they have their own goals and their own expectations for themselves than, you know, what we say or what even coaches or people around the league would say. They have to, day after day, want to raise the bar for themselves. And James did say, I asked him point blank the other night after the Magic game, whether this stuff still matters to him. And he said, yeah, of course. It means you're one of the best players in basketball. It means not only are you playing well individually, but you're impacting your team yeah. and you're making your team better and all that stuff. He says, you know, you never take that for granted. He said, I made 10 in a row. This would be 11. So, but he ended that with, if I don't, then we have bigger goals in mind. So, you know, I think he'll just channel that energy toward the team success, which is, you know, what you would hope any of these guys would do. I don't think he'll go like get on a soapbox and, and start ranting about it as mm -hmm. we would probably expect Joel to, if he got, left off of an all-star right. team altogether. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't think he's wired in a way that he's going to come out and, oh, this is a big motivation game for me. I think he tries to keep it pretty steady most of the time. But, of mm -hmm. course, I, I think he's a prideful guy. You don't become as good as he has without putting in, you know, hours upon hours upon hours of work. So right. anytime that's the case that, you know, he's going to feel it whether he lets us know or not. I will say I forgot about the fact he's made it 10 straight and this would have been 11. It is kind of bullshit that that streak ends when he's playing so well. Like if I'm a voter, I'm taking that into consideration that he's made it this many times and to keep the streak going. Also kind of crazy. He made it last year, I guess. Was he better with Brooklyn than I'm remembering? But I seem to remember him being. No, I mean, last year would have been the year that you would have said. Yeah. Between not playing that well, Brooklyn underperforming. And the no, trade. Kyrie stuff. was out. Yeah. And the trade stuff. I think last year was the time to say, yeah, don't get him in there, but take him away. Yeah. But I will say one positive, at least he's going to get rest. I mean, you know, not that he would have played 40 minutes in the game. He would have gotten rest regardless. Yeah. He's yeah. not turning it up for the All-Star <laughs> game. You think he's going to miss the trip to Utah? I can't decide if Utah seems like a place James uh, James wants to go. Well, park. so this was a thing a while back on Reddit. I feel like people made comments about, uh, Salt Lake not having good strip clubs. And then there was some research done into it and they right. actually ended up being, you know, if you go to the right places, allegedly, there are some yeah. uh, high quality spots. I don't, I'm not an expert on this subject. No, so not your, uh, your, your you. top choice. Yeah. I am certainly not a, uh, a connoisseur of Salt Lake City gentlemen's clubs. Club. We'll put it yeah. that way. Yeah. Well, or Salt Lake City in general for that matter. I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously, I watch Real Housewives in Salt Lake City, but outside of that, I do not know much about uh, the, the Salt Lake scene. So, sucks for James Harden. Um, you're right in the way that I think Joel not starting is, is also unfair, but at least there were legitimate candidates. I think they're both unfair, but James not being there, I do feel bad for him. He's played hard this year. He worked hard to play better, so, so that all starts. But it is what it is. 